Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. You're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 199 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live at the White Dragon Studio in Orlando, Florida, and Rogue Comics in Cranford, New Jersey on June 22nd, 2020. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, Pete. 199. Wow. We are one away from 200, my, my friend. You know, I just spoke to my wife yesterday and was like, oh, we're, we're going to be recording show number 200. And she literally couldn't believe it. Yeah. She's like, you've done 200 shows? I'm yeah. like, yeah. Folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day. And we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin? Great, great feedback I've been getting from our listening audience uh, in regard to the Two Men in the Mouse World Tour currently underway i love it we've started off really strong i'm not lying by the way by saying that last time we did this my feet hurt I, kevin sits down and records podcasts like i imagine normal human beings do mm-hmm. i am kind of a standard and pacer yes so i stand while recording a podcast when i tell you i went home and felt like i had walked through Fantasyland, not lying about that often he picks up the laptop and walks around the shop with it so i do i am a, i'm a pacer uh yeah so uh, really really happy with that our next our next installment liberty square is going to be a lot shorter and a lot simpler because liberty square is a much smaller and simpler land than fantasy land or even main street usa it'll probably be the shortest installment in our magic kingdom series does it mean it's any less interesting no actually liberty square is is probably my favorite land just because of all the history built into it and I, I, I'm actually really excited about this one. Like other podcasts have had me on their show specifically to talk about Liberty Square because I know how much you love it. So that's why I'm so sad. Yeah, it's kind of. A, but that being said, we are not talking about it today. Uh, we have paused the two men in the mouse Disney World tour uh, for two taking weeks. Taking a pool day. Yeah, we're, we're taking it. Yeah, we're taking a resort day. It's, it's a, yeah. you know, we're, we're relaxing. Um, so this week we, we paused it because there's just so much news that came out in the last week. And it's important news that anyone going in the next couple months to Walt Disney World really needs to know. So we're going to kind of deep dive into all that. And that's going to be the show this week. Now, next week, as we said in the opening, is episode 200. And with episode 200, like episode 100, we had a special guest. We had Bill Farmer, the voice of Goofy. Right. And I think we are ready to announce our, our special guest for episode 200. Really excited to do it. Yeah, it is going to be um, Walt Disney World's own Mark Daniel, who hosts all the Disney live streams and, you know, does all their social media videos and stuff like that. Like, Mark is, in my opinion, the face and voice of Walt Disney World for a lot of people. It's, you know, I think that how many things have we watched on the internet, you know, the opening of Galaxy's Edge, uh, the opening of Pandora. I mean, yep. this guy pretty much is us there. He gets to be the fan. Yeah. He's like, hey, guys, look at this. Yeah. And he, pre- mean, he, he, he presided over the opening of Disney Springs. I was there for that. He did the ribbon cutting. He, um, whenever they do the live streams of the fireworks shows, he always hosts those. There are two people that I always say, are kind of the face and voice of Walt Disney World. One is Mark Daniel, the other is Stacy of Must Do Disney. Right. Uh, and and Stacy's Must Do Disney was recorded years ago. So Mark Daniel <laughs> is like the only one that's putting out fresh content. So I'm very excited. Um I met him I met him in person at Galaxy's Edge during the Passholder preview when I was filming with Morty because Morty films if you guys ever check out Morty's first video at Galaxy's Edge from the Passholder preview, which is the old puppet version of Morty. Um, there's a great interaction with him and Mark Daniel. And, awesome. And so, yeah, I'm super excited to have him on next week. We're going to have a wonderful interview wait. with him. Yep. And then after that, we will be returning to the Two Men in the Mouse Disney World Tour with Liberty Square. Now, the plan, and now hopefully timing works out for this, 
is that we're going to release that episode early. Now, typically we release on Two Men Tuesdays, but we are planning to release the Liberty Square episode on Saturday, the 4th of July. Love it. Yeah, so... Patriotic. Yeah, nice little, uh, you know, patriotic thing for the 4th. All right, ready to get into the news this week? I'm I'm ready. The news brought to you as always by our good friend Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Uh, you can always contact him, DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net, or find him on Facebook. He's always in our Facebook discussion group, uh, facebook.com slash group slash Two Men in the Mouse. Okay, so are you ready to dive in? Because the worldwide news is going to take a long time this week. Yeah, I mean, let's just do it. All right. Tours and dessert parties have been canceled for the foreseeable future in Walt Disney World. Makes sense. Yep, since the majority of them require, and I'm reading from www.magic.com right now, since the majority of them require locations that are unavailable or are not possible with distancing requirements, the cancellations are not a surprise. Now, here are the impacted tours. A Path Less Traveled, Backstage Magic, Behind the Seeds, Caring for Giants, that's the elephant one. Uh, Dine with an Animal Specialist, Disney Private VIP Tours, Disney's Family Magic Tour, Keys to the Kingdom, uh, The Magic Behind Our Steam Trains, The Epcot Seas Aqua Tour, The Epcot Seas Dive Quest, The Epcot Seas Dolphins in Depth, which I've done and is wonderful, Savor the Savannah, Evening Safari Experience, Sense of Africa at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Starlight Safari at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Taste of Magic Kingdom Bark VIP Tour, The Undiscovered Future World, Ultimate Day of Thrills VIP Tour, Ultimate Disney Classics VIP Tour, Ultimate Nights of Adventure VIP Tour, Up Close with Rhinos, which I still think is a bad idea, uh, the, um, Walt Disney Marceline to Magic Kingdom Tour, Wanyama Safari, World Showcase Destinations Discovered, Wild Africa Trek, and Wild Africa Trek Morning version. Uh, by the way, I have a friend who did Up Close with Rhinos. Really? Yeah, may she rest in peace. Uh, no, no, she uh, she actually really enjoyed it. Uh, she said uh, she got to touch the rhino, and I was like, what are the rhino feeling? She's like, like a hairy basketball. Huh, I would love to do that. Rhinoceroses are, you know, my, my favorite animal. You know, as I'm go, yeah, like, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's true. Uh, as I'm going through this list, I was, like, mentally, like, clocking ones that I want to do in the future. I thought you were making some of them up. No, I mean, I had no idea there were all these tours. Uh, this is, you know, spend a day with Kermit. Like, I'm like, he has to be making some of these. <laughs> yeah, that, well, if that, if that one existed, I've done it already. Um, I really would love to get my scuba certification and do Dive Quest. Yeah. Like, that's always kind of been a dream. It, it, the only thing that stops me is um, what, time and sharks. Yep. Are, like, the Those two things the two. that stop me. <laughs> uh, the, two, the, the two burdens of my life, time and sharks. Yep. Um, oh, by the way, while we're talking about the sea, um, as one of our listeners pointed out that like me flipping out about the reservation system at SeaWorld wasn't really a good look last week, and I completely agree with them because sometimes it's hard to like hear how you sound when you're saying something, and then when you listen to it back, you're like, ah, cringe. Um, so yeah, I, I understand that there are way worse things in the world than the COVID, in a post-COVID nineteen environment. We have to adapt our stuff. I I get very annoyed when technology doesn't work. And that was it. It wasn't that I was complaining about the reservation system. It was more so I, I don't like when technology doesn't work. Listen, as someone who um, is still in orbit as we speak on this Monday morning, yes. which if any listeners are... Uh... You know, also in orbit, they'll understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, well, I get it. I literally drove here and was like, I got to make sure I'm not too like frustrated during the show today because. <laughs> and we're uh, going to get yeah. into all that. We're going to go into your, yeah. your, your struggles in, in a little bit. But like, I'm looking at this behind the seeds has always been something I've wanted to do. Keys Me to the too. King. Yeah. Keys to the Kingdom, obviously, is, is, is a one that I have to do at some point. Um, the, um, I'd love to do the magic behind our steam trains tour. Uh, you know what? I mean, I want to like trains because Walt loves them. Yeah. And something, I love his love of them. But honestly, if that tour ends up being actually about the trains, I don't know if I care. Okay, so sidebar. I was at Once Upon a Toy and uh, we're looking at the train set. Right. Because I'm always, I always contemplate buying the train. Because, you know, they have the train set and the monorail set. Yeah. Like, And I'm always like, which one, the monorail or the train? I think I've settled on the fact that when I eventually do buy one, it will be the train. Okay. Because it's bigger. I like I like it better. I don't like the monorail, 
So I like, have multiple of that monorail set. Yeah. Um, and back in the day, I went crazy and bought all the like I bought the haunted mansion and I bought Spaceship Earth and I bought the Grand Floridian. Uh-huh. And I can make the monorail and like it goes through all these things. Oh, that's cool. Um, but I mean, it's in my attic somewhere, right? You know. Well, uh, so I think the, the thing I'm actually eyeballing right now is the Disney Lego train set. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw that the other day. I saw it in um in World of Disney. You know, it's app controlled. It's like a working train. That's fantastic. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's the one on my ball. I just haven't quite figured out how to pay for it yet. So, so like, I'm looking at the train set, and like this cast member comes over and he starts talking to us that works in Once Upon a Toy. And he, this guy was like, this guy liked trains more than Sheldon Cooper. Like he right. was so into trains, and he gave me all this Walt Disney World train knowledge. But what was funny is we had just done the um the Main Street USA episode. So right. I'm full of train knowledge right now. And he's like, you know, a lot of people think we built the Walt Disney World trains instead. Like, no, you didn't. You, uh, Walt Disney World bought five trains for Mexico and refurbished them, but one was too small to apply the line. He's like, oh, wow, so you're a fellow train enthusiast. I'm like, well, kind of. Or listener to Two Men in the Mouth. Yeah. You should check it out. Um, I would love to do the elephant tour. I, I, I would really love to do the... Um, the Mar- the Walt Marceline to Magic Kingdom tour, yeah, which I didn't know was a thing until right now, and the Wild Africa trek. I've always wanted to do that. The, the rhinos see- that would be one I really wanted to. Yeah, I don't want to get close to the rhinos. I do. They call them a crash for a reason. I think I could outrun a rhino. Maybe you cannot outrun a rhinoceros. Maybe. Maybe Look, I, I have more of a chance of beating the baby hippo in a fight than you have of outrunning a rhinoceros. I mean, come on. They're probably like, you know, even at your fastest in your prime, you are not outrunning a rhinoceros. Maybe I could. No, they it's like the juggernaut. Like once they get a little bit of momentum, like they're barreling at you, especially if if it's downhill. Come on. Why does it got to be downhill? Well, I'm just saying, like, if it is, if it's uphill, maybe you have it. Maybe you can like escape if like if like the destination is like a short distance away where you'll be safe. Right. But I mean, like their top speed is like in the 30s, but like you you can't hit the 30s. No, no, I'm not going to like marathon with this thing. I'm just talking about run back to the area where I'd be safe in that building. Well, yeah, but it depends on how far you're walking for a mile out to these rhinos. I mean, it depends on how far the building is from you, because if it's any more than like a real quick, like 100 meters, it's got to be real quick. You think they're taking like you think they're taking guests and walking them way out to see the rhinos where if something goes wrong something's gone wrong. Let's be no, honest. The, let's be honest here. You don't have to outrun the rhino. You have to outrun the other people in the tour. Well, but some of those people might be my family members, so I'm carrying them. Well, yeah, good. no, you can carry your family members. I have faith in you in doing right. that. But I mean like, you know, I, I'm pretty sure if you're meeting rhinos, now please ask your friend this. I'm assuming it's not like out there in the savannah. You're meeting them more in like a pen type. I'm, I would assume such. Probably in that in that back area, like where the train goes. Um, right. Which I'll have to ask my friend about. Um, but yeah, like or maybe maybe I'll actually have her on at some point to like talk about that tour because I'd right, like how to hear, she survived. Yeah. And stuff. Uh, but I mean, like maybe do a quick poll of the other people on the tour and be like, hey, do you talk during the haunted mansion stretching room? <laughs> and like if one of them does like that's the one you have to outrun right. i mean that's the one you kick the leg out from underneath so funny i mean look I, I i had a whole argument with friends at a wrestling show one time because we we did a whole week of wrestling shows at the middlesex county fair and our locker room was right next to like this these beautiful horses that were out like like doing like galloping around and grazing in like this big open area and one of them is like a little tiny pony and i'm like you think I could beat that pony in a fight? And a huge debate rocked about whether or not I could beat a pony. Huh. Now, keep in mind, I would never hurt a pony. Right, of course not. But, no, like, no. if it came down, like, if this pony was like, Kevin Kessler, your time has come. Let us battle right. to the death. Like, am I walking out of that fight? Right. I'm not saying I could beat a horse, but, like, a pony? I still think I have a chance. I have more of a, a chance. chance of beating the pony or the baby hippo. Then you have. Uh, well, I can't beat the baby hippo now. He's big now. He's a monster. He's a fat river shark now. But like, I'm telling you, you're not outrunning a rhinoceros. Um, okay, so the impacted dining events include 
afternoon tea at the Garden View Tea Room, which I had a reservation for before all this like went down with my best friend. So I'm upset about that one. Uh, cake decorating experience at Amaret's Patisserie. Circle of Flavors, Harambe at Night. Dine in with an animal specialist. Dining with an Imagineer at Citricoast. Dining with an Imagineer at the Hollywood Brown Derby. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I have friends who did that. Huh. Dining Early Morning Magic, Fantasyland. Epcot Forever Dining Package. Phantasmic Dinner Package. Festival of the Lion King Signature Dining Package. Highway in the Sky Dine Around. Jico Wine Tasting. Rivers of Light Dining Package. Savor the Savannah Evening Safari Experience. Sense of Africa at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Signature Celebration at Cinderella's Royal Table. Taste of Magic Kingdom Park VIP Tour. Tiffin's Talks, Victorian Albert's Chef Table Dinner, uh, Wanyama Safari, and Wonderland Tea Party at 1900 Park Fair. Now, note, it's a signature celebration at Cinderella's that's not available. Right. Uh, impacted dessert parties include Fantasmic, uh, Fairy Tale Fireworks, Fireworks Dessert Party at Tomorrowland Terrace, Fireworks Dessert Party at, with Plaza Garden Viewing, Frozen Ever After Dessert Party, Pirates and Palace Fireworks Voyage, Rivers of Light Dessert Party, and Star Wars A Galactic Spectacular Dessert Party. The only one of those I've done is the Star Wars one, and it was wonderful. Hmm. Okay, so let's jump into the... I wanted to. I wanted us to ease in, you know, with... with something soft. Something soft, and, and apparently jokes about hypothetical battles with, with wild animals. Um, details on Disney's park reservation system. This is... Okay. This is where we're Here at. Here we go. Now, the first thing to point out is that there's no park hopping. Now, does this really... Now, I know you said you don't park hop much anymore. I don't. For me, this is a, this is this this one hurts, because I like to park hop. You know, it's funny, because I thought about this, too, on the way over here. Like, I think it's hard as, like, a resident now for you to kind of put yourself in the shoes of vacationers during mm-hmm. all this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it is... This is kind of like a weird... It's... it's I mean, it's got to be weird for you, too, because... Yeah. This means now, like, planning out, like, when you might want to go and getting a reservation. Yep, absolutely. But, now, and I, one thing I want to just point out to everybody listening that when we talk about this stuff, and if you're, if it makes you upset or it gets you, like, in a bad mood, there's one thing I want you to repeat to yourself over and over again. Whenever you say to yourself something like, I can't park hop, you have to add the words for now. Right. Remember, this is not forever. This is just for now. And at some point, you know, when we're at Two Men in the Mouse episode 299, we'll be like, remember when uh, Disney was it was closed and had that reservation system? Yeah, you're right. So, Magic Kingdom Park and Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park will begin a phase reopening on July 11th with Epcot and Hollywood Studios reopening on the 15th. To manage attendance during this reopening period while also helping guests plan ahead before their arrival, we are introducing the new Disney Park Pass system. During this time, all guests with valid admission will be required to make a reservation in advance for each park entry using this new online tool. To enter a park, both a park reservation and valid admission for the same park on the same date are required for each person in your party ages 3 and up. Limit one park per day. Now, booking booking dates. The Disney Park Pass system will be available to select with, to select guests, which it is available now for resort guests. Uh, beginning June 22nd, that's today. Disney Resort and other select hotel guests with valid theme park admission can make reservations. Beginning June 26th, annual pass holders without a resort stay can make reservations. Beginning June 28th, existing ticket holders can make reservations. Okay, so I'm glad that, like, they gave, they threw APs, like, at least one bone of, like, letting us make reservations two days before people with, with just regular tickets. Yeah, well, they have to. They don't have to. They, they, don't, no, you're tr- right. they don't treat annual pass holders very well. Um, park reservations will be available through September 26, 2021, based on your resort stay and ticket eligibility or, or ticket eligibility window. If you booked a vacation package, your ticket eligibility is tied to your package travel dates. To make a park reservation for a different date, be sure to modify your vacation package dates. If you have a room-only reservation at a Disney resort or other select hotel for a stay in 2021... Please call the Disney Reservation Center or call your travel professional, like Dave Weikert, beginning on June 24th to upgrade to a vacation package with tickets and then make your theme park reservations. By June 28th, all guests will be able to purchase new Disney Resort Hotel packages and theme park tickets and make their park reservations for arrivals starting in 2021 as our phase reopening continues. Guests will be able to view park reservation availability online prior to purchasing their tickets. 
Later this summer, we will have we will resume sales of 2020 tickets and Disney Resort Hotel arrivals based on availability of park reservations while we continue to provide guests with existing tickets and annual pass holders the opportunity to make park reservations for 2020 dates. Okay. Now, today the reservation system has gone online, and it comes with an availability calendar. Before we get into that, anything on that you want to comment on? On this, just the system? Uh, I'll tell you. So I woke up at, you know, I was up and on at 7 a.m. Right. I didn't anticipate this working, but I can't. I at least have to try, right? Right. I mean, uh, I went. Disney technology. So from, yeah. Right. Uh, it was what you think it is. For the first 10 minutes, like, you're kind of on, like, the Disney website, but it's also kind of, like, just putting you between screens where it takes forever to load. Then I got that picture of the now pink Cinderella Castle. After last week, you uh, doubted my pink. Yeah. It is pink. Um, and I was in that whole screen forever. That was literally probably like, I want to say a couple hours. I went for a two-mile walk. I did a bunch of stuff. That wow. kind of just stayed there. Then we finally started getting into the screen, which is the we're almost in orbit with a countdown clock. Like it's like a 15-minute uh-huh. countdown clock that no matter what kept bouncing me back anyway. Listen, Kevin, you know this. I never got through. Dave Weikert had gotten through for someone else. He was like, give me your info. I will try and get you through. Uh, he was able to secure my days that I wanted. As of right now, which is 10.50 on Monday morning, I still haven't gotten through. I'm trying just for uh, the, you know, heck of it and still have not gotten through. But you've already, so, you've already made your, Dave Weikert made your reservation. That's for true. You, I so. do. I have my days and I am good. I just wanted to see if I could even get through how long it would take and I'm still not getting through. So that's pretty, that's pretty incredible though that Dave was able to kind of like Yoda that in for you. It's, a, it's amazing. Like you were Why trying to, to like you were trying to vert, like, lift the the x-wing out of the swamp in dagobah of your reservation system and you're like i can't do it dave you want the impossible and then like the music started to swell and dave weckard closed his eyes and raised raised his hands and the x-wing just like raised up out of the ground of reservations and settled before you and you were like dave i don't believe it and he was like well that's why you fail pete that's pretty much it yeah that's pretty much exactly what happened to you today you except he was 2d Right, it was flat Dave Weikert. It was flat Dave Weikert. You uh, you completely um, relived Empire Strikes Back yeah. uh, today. So, congratulations on that. And then he asked me to go in this cave and see what was in there. Right. And it was Darth Great. Vader. Yeah. Okay, so the reservation system has gone online and a new availability calendar comes with it. So, Walt Disney World's Disney Park Pass theme park reservation system has gone live along with a new tool that will allow you to view availability. Those trying to use the Disney Parks Pass reservation system have been greeted by a lot of early frustration with errors and no progress, and then as of 8.15 a.m., a virtual queue was introduced. Despite that queue, reports from many users still suggest that they are unable to make a reservation and at the end of the virtual queue are receiving a blank screen or errors. A handful of users have reached out to us that they have been able to make make reservations. This is from www.magic.com. Debuting alongside Disney Parks Pass is a new availability calendar that allows you to check to see if your desired date and park is currently available before purchasing your ticket, annual pass, or package. No virtual queues or... Oh, I was moving into the next uh, bit of news. So pretty much exactly what you were just saying. Yeah, uh, listen, I have had all of that happen to me. So currently I'm in the we're almost in orbit screen, but I've had my screens go to completely blank screens. At so, one point, I got the clock down to two minutes, mm-hmm. and then it went just completely blank white. So at like this, I'm, so at this point, when you are like, if you if you manage to actually get through, just for you know, just to see, uh, you'll just then exit out of it. Yeah, yeah, I don't have to do anything, but I'm just curious as to. I don't know, man. You're taking up bandwidth. Really? Yeah, people are trying. You know, like maybe X for the out good of, of the show. Maybe for the good of the show, X out of it, since your 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 stuff's made already. But um. I also would like to see those days for myself. I can't even log in to my own That's my true. experience to that, see if the correct days have been. That is know, true. That is true. Okay, then stay the course, my friend. Um, no virtual queues or single rider lines will be available when reopening happens. Now, I was shocked by this. I thought for sure, since Disney has kind of mastered the virtual queue with Rise of the Resistance, I thought for sure we were going to get virtual queues up the wazoo when the parks reopened. Apparently not. 
Despite early talks about virtual queues, they will not be used, including at Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. So not only are we not doing virtual queues, we're taking the, vir- the one virtual queue we have away. Okay, so let's, let's talk about this for a second. Why do we think this is? I don't know. I, I, I think maybe they don't trust the technology. I don't know if it's that. I was thinking about this at length last night. Right now, they're able to legitimately control the amount of people that are coming into the park. Right. Right? Yes. Um, maybe they know that they're going to have so few people there this year that they don't need to do the, the boarding system. They can just have people like go in. Now, I don't get that either because you're going to have a crush of people going in when that park opens. Right. Everyone's going to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Or, you know, is it that because previously you could only ride Rise of the Resistance once? Right? I mean, the ability to ride it a second time would be a game changer. What's what I'm saying? Is it is are there going to be so few people in there just because of the system, right? Because only X amount of people are coming in now. But then also, but also remember that the lines are going to be outrageously long because they're going to be loading less people per car. Right. right. Like, I am I, curious I, about that. There was like nobody in line for ET at Universal, but I still waited a good twenty-five minutes in that forest because they were only loading the front and back rows of those bikes. Okay, so now that ride vehicle is. Eight people. Yeah. You think they're doing four? One row? Unless you're a party. I think they're, like, I, I think they're doing two and t- two people and two people. No, I I think it depends on what your party size looks like. If you rolled up with six people, they're going to let all six of you get on the vehicle. Well, I, when, it's, when it's your party, I think that's one yeah. thing. But like when I go, I'm going to have probably four people. You think there's going to be anyone else in that car? Probably not. I can't even imagine. I mean, what if this spins the other way? What if, like, they're not even going to really do Rise of Resistance right away? Could you imagine that? I couldn't imagine that. I couldn't imagine people coming in and not being able to do the, the newest, most amazing ride in the world. I know. The, I mean, you know, it, I'm really interested to see how they're going to do this because up to the day that they closed, they were still saying, please move together, filling in all available right. space. Like, because I remember, and I remember looking at the cast member, like, what? Because, like, you know, it was a thing at this point. We were, it was days away from closure, and I'm like, right. how are you like telling people to do that? Um, <clears throat> but anyway, uh, Disney appears confident that it can control attendance at the park, which will in turn mean manageable queues at the rides. We've known that Fast Pass Plus will not be available for some time, but single rider lines will also no longer be available. Now, single rider in Disney is not a huge thing. Um, you've got a few. You've got um, there is test a single. You've got test track. You've got um, Expedition Everest. You've got Smuggler's Run. There's supposed to be one for Flight of Passage, but it never opened, or it did and then closed. It was weird. Um, but single rider lines will also no longer be available. So for those rides. Disney will be using every inch of its vast queue capacity to maintain social distancing. So assume you can secure a reservation into the park. The lack of queue complications should make for a very pleasant no-planning experience. Magic Kingdom and Disney's Animal Kingdom open July 11th. Okay, we know that part. Um, so, basically, like, you know, like, that room in the Little Mermaid queue that's always closed off? Where you're like, I can't imagine this ride ever being that packed where, like, this queue is completely filled. They'll be right. using all of that. Yeah, of course. Like the That's whole why these lines are so enormous. It's going to be, it'll be like going through a maze. Yeah. That's an amazing experience. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, again, I was talking about that yesterday also. I think that the line, the queue lines are actually kind of a great place because they can actually control how far apart people are. Right. But if you make it every, you know, if the snaking lines, if you made it every other, you know, your base and people maintain their six feet distance. You know, I, I think you can actually control like the social distance. Yeah, probably. All right. Annual passes are being given a one month extension. Now, this is on top of the four month extension that they were already given. 
Disney's continuing to adjust the reopening policy for Walt Disney World annual pass holders, which now includes a one-month extension. Passes have already been extended to cover the closure period and will now include an additional month. Disney has pointed out that pass holders may experience difficulties visiting the parks when they wish due to limited capacity and new reservation system. If you are an annual pass holder that is paid in full, your options include you will receive a one-month extension to your pass unless you choose one of the alternate options below. This, this additional month will automatically be processed and visible in your My Disney Experience account on October 2020. Uh, alternatively, and in lieu of the one-month extension, pass holders who have paid in full may choose to cancel their annual pass and receive a partial refund. That's interesting. If you're an annual pass holder on the monthly payment plan, which is what I am, your options include you will receive an additional one-month extension to your pass. Uh, this additional month will automatically be processed and visible in your My Disney Experience account in October 2020. Please note that monthly payments are scheduled to resume with park opening on July 11th, 2020. Alternatively, and in lieu of the additional month extension, pass holders on the monthly payment plan may choose to cancel their annual pass and waive their monthly payments due after August 11th, 2020. Any payments made between July 11th, 2020 and August 11th, 2020 will be retroactively refunded for those select for those that select this option, and all future payments would be stopped. Um, Disney said we will send information in early July with details on how to take action on these options. Obviously, I'm just going to take the extra month. Right, of course. Uh, annual pass holder preview dates have been announced, though you're not, you can't actually make the reservation yet. This is for Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. Uh, weekday select, theme park select, silver, gold, platinum, platinum plus, and premier pass holders will have the opportunity to register for a special preview at the Magic Kingdom Park or Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park on July 9th or 10th. Email invitations with registration details will be sent out soon. Reservations are required and limited and will be available on a first-come, first-served basis. An eligible activated annual pass is required to register. If a pass holder would like to register a guest to accompany them, that guest must also have a valid weekday select, theme park select, silver, gold, platinum, platinum plus, or premier annual pass, be listed on your family and friends list, and have opted to share all my plans with you. APs will be able to make reservations for three days at a time. Okay? Walt Disney World annual pass holders will be able to make reservations for up to three days at a time using the new Disney Park Pass system. Beginning June 22nd, Disney Resort and other select hotel guests with valid admission can make theme park reservations for the entire length of their stay. But from June 26th, all eligible pass holders can make theme park reservations for up to three days at a time. Now, you know what I find interesting about this um, uh, preview date? Tell me. Weekday select, theme park select, silver, gold, platinum, platinum, plus, and premiere. I'm pretty sure silver is typically blocked out during that time. Huh. So you're telling me they're opening this up to silver pass holders, this preview, like... Maybe. But then are they going to be blocked... Then my question is, are they going to be blocked out when the parks reopen? Like, is this their right, one right. shot so at go going? This. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe they're not anticipating a lot of, um, you know, APs going. They have to be. Like, honestly, like, I'm shocked by this. I thought it was going to be Platinum, Platinum Plus, and Premiere only for the preview. Because right. that's what it was for, I believe, Galaxy's Edge. But I don't know. I guess they're, maybe they're they're throwing a boat. Maybe they do stuff for their they do do stuff for their annual pass holders. There you go. And I'm just I'm just you know, out of touch. So three days at a time. I think that's okay. I'm typically not making reservations for more than a week out, and if I go, it's rare that I go three times in a week. Well, what's weird is what if you're just an annual pass holder. Who wants to book like who doesn't live in Florida? Who wants to book like a vacation? If you have a resort reservation, you can oh, make yeah, the pass. You can make the passes. What if, what if you're not? What if you're staying at a friend's house? Uh, then you are, as the French say, le boned. <laughs> um, no, at that point you can only make three days at a time. <coughs> oh, here's one that I I was wondering what your opinion was going to be on. Uh, Disney is ending complimentary magic bands for resort guests. Um, yeah, so mixed feelings. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number one, kind of a bad optic, right? Right. Like, so now we're going through all this and everyone's kind of like bummed about Disney a little bit and, and they're like, oh, and by the way, we're not doing this. But at the same time, this felt like a really weird time to be like, and by the way, we're taking more stuff away. This time, this one's about it. Think about it as a business thing. Maybe this is the only time you can pull it off. People know Disney's hurting right now. True. Disney's borrowing half a billion dollars. Disney right now is going to have to cut some corners. They can't really do this. 
you know, one of my friends sent me a text and, and had kind of been like, up, oh, this is another, you know, you know, Disney needs like the money. Like this is a greed thing. And I'm like, well, we joke about it being a greed thing until Disney's in such bad shape. Apple goes and buys them. Right. And then we're all bummed out about it. Yeah. So maybe this is the only time they can pull it off and people will understand. Hey, I get it. Um, do I need a new magic band on every trip I go on? I mean, sure, I'd like one. I don't know if I need one. I probably have 30 magic bands. Well, in my that's house. the thing. If you have a magic band already, it still works. Right. But like, I mean, I know so many people that like part of their, I think people will still buy them because for a lot of people, like a lot of it is like getting that box and opening it up and seeing yeah. the magic. No, bands. I agree. But now typically a magic band is what? Like, how much would it, is a regular magic band that's not, like, a character magic band? I don't know. I know they were doing those those magic band upgrades that were $10. Right. So I, I can't imagine a regular magic band is going to be more than, like, 10 bucks. You can buy a regular solid-colored one at Disney. I mean, I, are they 10 bucks? Are they 12 bucks? But if you're going to be know. able to order them like you normally would, but pay for them, like, what? Like what's that, an extra 50 bucks for a family of five on your on your vacation? Yeah, but you know what? If you're taking a family of five to Disney, that 50 bucks is a meal, my friend. I mean, that's it, also it, true. You know, can you really listen? We got we upgraded and got special magic bands last time. And I literally told my kids, like, this is the only time we're doing this. Because, right. you know, that's of all adds up when you're going to Disney. That's you true. Know? That's true. Um, and 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 my take on that is exactly why I am bad with money. <laughs> because I'm like, ah, it's just 50 bucks. Uh is um so let me, here's disney's um actual statement on this as you begin planning your upcoming visits we're also exploring engaging ways for guests to use their mobile tech to experience the magic particularly now as the use of phones and apps continues to evolve in 2021 we plan to unveil an innovative new offering as part of the my disney experience app that will bring features of a magic band to your smart devices building on the app's existing digital key features <clears throat> With this new offering on the horizon, we will be retiring our complimentary Magic Band distribution to Disney Resort hotel guests for new reservations with arrivals beginning January 1st, 2021. Disney Resort hotel guests will continue to have the option to purchase new Magic Bands at a discount and will be introducing even more colors and designs featuring favorite Disney characters in the future. Guests who prefer not to purchase a discounted Magic Band will be able to use the My Disney Experience app or a Key to the World card during their visit. We will still offer Magic Bands in retail locations and on ShopDisney.com, and guests will be able to continue to using using the using the wearables throughout Walt Disney World Resort. Okay, now, are you do you want to to trust something as important as your ability to enter your room at the end of the day and gain entry into the theme park to the much maligned and often faulty? my Disney experience app. I mean, I know what you're saying. It's gotten better. It has gotten better. Like I can do mobile ordering now without the app crashing and stuff like that. Like that's all fine. But when this first rolls out, I'm going to be really wary about trusting my ability to enter my room to my phone. Yeah. I mean, I understand that. Having said that, I think they'll pull it off. I mean, you know, and and if you're not giving me a magic band, but you're telling me I still have all the features of it on my phone, maybe that's even more convenient, you know, than wearing a magic band all the time. I will say one thing about the magic bands, and this is not going to be a popular opinion, but sometimes the magic band annoys me, especially in the summer, like on a really hot day. Like, yeah. they get really oh, sweaty. No, I totally get it. They get really Listen, sweaty and gross. I'm sure there's a there's a show somewhere 150 shows ago when they were talking about doing magic bands for the first time, and we were like, "Wait a minute, we like have to wear this like bracelet the whole time." Like, <laughs> now you and I like it because we like Disney stuff, so we're like, "Oh, it's so cool." But I mean, there have to be people who don't want to wear magic bands. I'm pretty sure our first ever episode was my Magic Plus, so I'm pretty sure we talked about magic bands during that episode, right? There you go. Um. But the um, in that episode, we actually talked about the match. We did the e-ticket first, and then we did the news afterward. Huh. Uh, Interesting. <clears throat> yeah. It was the only time we ever did that. But the... Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm all for mobile use. The other thing that you have to think about is, like, the more things that require you to use your phone in the park, the more... Um, <clears throat> you know, what do you call it? The... Um, the more your battery life, life has to last. Yeah. Right. 
There we go. I got to it eventually. <laughs> but now here's here's my other thing though. Like, is like, can mom and dad who are managing their kids' my Disney Experience account, like that have their kids, you know, on their account, do they then have to like, like, activate the ticket at the tu- at the touch turnstiles or probably? Because like you're not gonna have a five year old busting out their cell phone, even though they probably have one. To I mean. Right. It's weird. I mean, I, we discussed that they're probably not going to have the biometrics, right? Because they probably don't want you to touch everything. Right. Um, it's weird. You know, in California, they take your picture. Universal wasn't doing the biometrics. I can't imagine they're going to do it. SeaWorld does the, bi- SeaWorld does the picture, too. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, California does the picture. Like, you only have to do it once kind of per trip, you know what I mean? Like, they yeah. just have it, so... All right, moving along. Uh, Disney is using the Incredibles in COVID nineteen signage. Did you see this? It did the artwork uses the Incredibles characters to advise guests about checking temperature, maintaining proper distance, washing hands, and using masks. This isn't the first time Disney has used its movie characters for health and safety information. There was a long time campaign that used Timon and Pumbaa from The Lion King for general park safety messages, which played on the in room resort TV and elsewhere. Uh, I've also I always love the. Um, the in-room safety things where it's like where everything is Pinocchio themed. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Like those safety reminders in your room? Yeah. It's yep. Pinocchio, right? I'm pretty sure. Is it? Almost positive. But like the, um, you know, it's like, you know, it's got like a picture of Elastigirl on it and it'll be like, like stretching and she'd be like, maintain social distancing. Or, you know, one with Dash where it was like, you know, being healthy is super. Or uh, the the one I liked was Edna Mode where it was like... Um, oh, with the mask. With the mask. It's like, it's stylish, darling. Disney is also rolling out mobile dining check-in for restaurants. Okay. So this is how Good it's going From June 22nd at Walt Disney World's table service restaurants, when, you check, when your check-in window arrives, you get a push notification prompting you to check in via the app. Or you can begin the check-in process by scanning a QR code located in the restaurant's lobby. There's no need to visit the host stand to check in. From the push notification or QR code, you'll be able to check in for your reservation and confirm your arrival time and party details. Once your table is ready, you'll be notified to proceed to a specified location. So just Love more, it. more. Yeah, I like this a lot. Like, this yeah, they is, should have had that anyway. Yeah, this is like more. Um, and, and like, I feel like this is also kind of almost pushing them. To do things that, you know, were probably coming anyway, but do them faster. Like, now you right. don't have to go, like, you can check into your resort room without ever going to the lobby. Like, you know, these are good things. The last time I was at Sci-Fi, I think there were ten parties in front of me uh-huh. when I was checking in. And I remember we had just come from Galaxy's Edge, so I, I typically am like the person that wants to get to the meal like 15 minutes in advance, but I wasn't. I was like showing up on time. Right. Well, now I get there and there's literally 10 groups. Of people. I'm outside. That's how far the line is. Wow. So I'm like, oh, this stinks. Now I have no idea what happened with the first like groups of people, but the three people ahead of me were all trying to get tables and we're all told like, no, sorry, like, you know, we don't have anything currently, blah, 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 blah. So I know none of these people are probably even really checking in. They all just think maybe they can go in there. Right. I'm actually checking in. I mean, by the time I got up there, it was like, I don't know, like 10 minutes later than when I got there. So, I mean, if I could have just checked in on an app, that would have been like excellent. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a good thing. I'm glad they I'm glad they rolled this out. Me too. Re- uh, resort guests can make dining reservations again. So ADRs are back. But. Reservations can be made via phone only at 407-824-1391 or via Dave Weikert and will require a valid Disney Resort hotel reservation for the period of June 22nd through July 10th, 2020. Guests without hotel reservations will not be able to make dining reservations. The confirmed reopening list for June 22nd includes, and this is for opening today, Bay Lake Tower, which includes the Wave, the Contempo Cafe, and Cove Bar, uh, Boulder Ridge Villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, including Whispering Canyon Cafe, Roaring Fork, Copper Creek Villas and Cabins at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas, Kadani Village, including Sanaa and the Maji Pool Bar. Disney's Beach Club Villas, including Beaches and Cream, Beach Club Marketplace, and Martha's Martha's Vineyard. 
Stormalong Bay is not available. Disney's Boardwalk Villas, including Treachery, El Forno, Pizza Window, Boardwalk Bakery, Leaping Horse Libations, and Abracadabar. Fort Wilderness, including P&J's Southern Takeout, Meadow Snack Bar, Crockett's Tavern. Old Key West Resort, including Olivia's Cafe, Goods Food to Go, Gurgling Suitcase, Disney's Polynesian Villas and Resort, um, Kona Cafe, Captain Cook's, Pineapple Lanai, and Barefoot Pool Bar. Disney's Riviera Resort, including Topolino's Terrace, Primo Patio, Le Petit Cafe, and Bar Riva. Disney Saratoga Springs Resort, including the Artist Palette, the Paddock Grill, On the Rocks Pool Bar. The Villas at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort, including Grand Floridian Cafe, Gasparilla Island Grill, Enchanted Rose, and Beaches Pool Bar. Um, and we are going to... Uh, that's the worldwide news. That was all worldwide news for almost an hour. Um, so we are going to take a quick commercial break here from our sponsors, and we'll be back with the rest of the news on this week's episode of Two Men and the Mouse. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. you got to pack everything up. you got to figure out where you're eating. you got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier and makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it was his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave you're likely to pay less and get more and what's better than that Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. He gave them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. humans my name is morty monster and i'm uh, well 
I'm a monster. I'm here as an exchange student from the monster world, where growing up I fell in love with the world of human pop culture. Unfortunately, not a lot of monsters share that passion, so I came here to experience all of these things that I love and to share that passion with all of you. I do this through my YouTube channel with regular video blogs. One of my favorite things to do is film while in the theme parks of Orlando, Florida. Join me in Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and more. I'll also be reviewing comic books, web videos, TV shows, movies, and other awesome stuff. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash MortyMonster. I'm on Instagram as MortyMonster and friends. I'm also on Twitter as MortyMonsterBFF. From there, you can find a link to my YouTube videos. Please like, subscribe, love, sign up for notifications and more for all the Morty content. I can't wait to share my adventures with all of you. Morty Monster. And we're back, folks. Welcome back. We're going to keep the news going. And just to give you more of a little zen feeling, we're going to keep the 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 music of Behind the Waterfall just kind of running to bring us back to the Wonders of Life Pavilion. You know, I, I pulled the um, the listeners and I was like, hey, should we change? Should I change it up? Like the e-ticket attraction, it's Behind the Waterfall, you know, every every week now. Like, right. do you guys want other music? And then they're like, no, no, keep it. This is aw- It's awesome. So nice. All right. Well, you made a good choice. Yeah. Apparently so. Like, it's very zen, and I like that it kind of like centers us before our e-ticket attraction. So, resort oh, news. On. They've announced the reopening of several resorts. Saw this. So, not all of the resorts are reopening yet. Uh, originally, it was reported that they were going to reopen with the parks, but that ended up not happening. So, uh, July 10th, the Animal Kingdom Villas, Jumbo House, Pop Century. And the Contemporary Resort will all be reopening. So that's one day before the parks reopen. July 29th, Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. August 12th, Disney's Polynesian Village Resort and Disney's Art of Animation Resort. August 24th, Yacht and Beach Club Resort. September 21st, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. October 1st, Disney's Boardwalk Resort. October 14th, Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. Um, what, what resort are you staying in? We are doing Caribbean. Okay, so good. That'll be opening. Now I'm wondering if the if the um, the Skyliner is going to be running while the Caribbean I thought about Beach that is closed. I, I I mean, it, it's weird, right? Like, part of me was like, how are they going to get in and clean it every time someone gets in it? That's but how are they going to do that on the buses? That's a how really are they going to do it on question. the monorail? Yeah. How are they going to do that on any of these vehicles? With regard to the hotels not listed, Disney has said, given the current situation, there are some Disney Resort hotels in other areas that are not as of this time being scheduled for reopening yet. I don't believe the All-Stars were on there and stuff like that. We will continue to evaluate the situation and reopen more locations when the environment is right to do so. While these plans may evolve, we will be monitoring the constantly changing health environment and its impact on the state of Florida as we find the right time to welcome back even more of our guests. These new reopening dates come in addition to the DVC resorts, which will open today on June 27th, which we already talked about. No water park news this week. We've got some Disney Springs news. Okay. Always loving news in the Springs. Uh, the Marketplace Co-op is now selling Disney face masks. You are limited to four per guest, and they have Mickey and Minnie on them. Nice. They're limited supply, though. Uh, here's some good news. Gideon's Bakehouse is coming to Disney Springs, an all-new eatery. Yeah, this dominated most of my Disney thought last week when I saw the pictures. Of, I'm not like a sweet guy, per se. Me neither, but this place looked amazing. Yeah, it does. So Disney Springs will welcome popular Orlando bakery Gideon's Bakehouse to the landing later this year. Currently sold in limited numbers at the Polite Pig, Gideon's is best known for small batch handmade cookies and cakes. Cookie flavors include peanut butter crisp, cookies and cream, pistachio toffee, dark chocolate. Gideon's original location opened in late 2016 in Orlando's East End Market with one employee and an $800 budget. The bakehouse quickly gained international recognition for its almost half-pound small batch handmade cookies. Word quickly spread, and lines up to 80 minutes long became a regular sight, with locals and visitors alike hoping to get their hands on their favorite flavor before Gideon sold out. I was here in, 20, in, in late 2016, and I never heard about this. Well, now you have. 
Steve Lewis, the owner and creator of Gideon, said this opportunity is a dream come true and will allow us to flex all of our creative muscle in both desserts and decor. We're passionate, inspired, and ready. Gideon's Bakehouse plans to bring an expanded menu of its cookie and cake slices to the landing at Disney Springs. Taking advantage of this larger space, Gideon's will add its own line of unique iced coffees, like the original peanut butter iced coffee, built to pair flawlessly with their desserts. Guests can expect to see all of their favorite cookie flavors, plus new limited editions available exclusively during time daily releases. Guests will be able to enjoy the ever-popular coffee, coffee cake cookie. Whoa, this is some competition for the carrot cake cookie. Right. A coffee cake cookie was previously only available one month a year. They'll be able to get it every morning at Gideon's in Disney Springs. For those looking for something extra special after dinner, Gideon's is introducing a hot cookie hour each evening. We are also excited to bring more cake flavors to our new location, offering never-before-seen creations like our special line of double-frosted cakes, said Lewis. There are more than a few secrets we have up our sleeves, but you'll have to wait to see. It's not Gideon's fault if it isn't a little... If, it's not Gideon's if it isn't a little dark and mysterious. Guests can expect a whimsical Victorian design to the new shop, but they can also look forward to collectible art becoming a part of their product packaging. We aim to make the wait in line entertaining by immersing everyone in a transformative environment that will share our story as they progress toward the counter. Um, Gideon's build-out is being led by Studio 407's Hospitality Studio Director Diana Chase. Um... And it will take over from the Rustic Cuff, which is just across from Wine Bar George. Now, have you gone into their website and taken a look at some of these cookies that they currently have at their other location? It looks amazing. I'm like, how have I never heard of this? So which is which is the Kevin Kessler cookie of oh, The choice? peanut butter one. Okay. I'm not a peanut butter guy, so I wouldn't go that. I like the cookies and cream, but I'm also, I like the, I believe there's like a candied walnut one. Okay. Mm, so it'd be a tough choice. This is oh, this is going to be a huge like. This is a blow to sprinkles. I'll tell you that much. Here, here's my other question. It looks like at their current location, these like giant, almost half pound cookies are five dollars each. Do they retain that five dollar price tag at Disney Springs? If they do, they've just become the most popular destination at Disney Springs. Right. Because you're telling me for the same price that I can get a little dinky sprinkles cupcake, I can right. get a half pound cookie. I know. Yeah, very interesting. I can't wait to try it out. Um, I'm like very tempted to like go to the one that's open in East, you know, Orlando's East Market because I think that's it downtown. It seems like on like on that on their website you can pre-order cookies. Now I think you have to order six or more. Okay. So you're talking about like a thirty dollars spend, but right. it looks like you can pre-order them. So this way, like yeah, I guess like the flavors you want don't sell out. I right. wonder if Springs will have something similar. I mean, there's one thing between like creating demand and having the hot new thing and like it's not there and and also turning away hundreds of customers a day, which, yeah, you know, is dollars. Now, they're taking over from the Rustic Cuff across from Wine Bar George. I know where that is. I don't think it's a very big location. Probably doesn't have to be. This is this is Disney's answer. And I love it. It's their answer to Universal getting voodoo donuts. Yep. Let me tell you something. Right. I went into Voodoo Donuts and I had a Voodoo Donut. And I was like, it's a donut. It's a donut. It's a jelly-filled donut in the shape of a Voodoo doll. Sure. You know, I didn't really understand the big, you know, deal. Other than the fact that, you know, they were on, what was it, Man vs. Food or something like that? Don't say yep. it. I'm, all, I'm not. <laughs> Pete loves to talk about how I look like the guy from Man vs. Food. So. You really do. It's, it's uncanny. Yeah. What's weird is that, like, every time he gains weight, I gain weight. And every time he loses weight, I lose weight. <laughs> so it's like, maybe we're like, maybe he's like Earth 2, Kevin, or I'm Earth 2, Adam. And we're like, that one That's time, in, one time in a, in a restaurant in New York, in New York City, somebody thought I was him. Really? Yeah. That's great. It was after Comic Con. <laughs> it was after uh, Wizard World Comic Con, which is like right across from, uh, uh, the, Penn Station, and so my friends and I are eating at a little Irish pub, like right on the corner there, and we're walking out, and he's like, "This guy goes, oh my god, are you Adam from Man vs. Food?" I'm like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> I should have just been, I should have been like, "Yeah, thanks for watching." No, the second you said "absolutely not," he was like, "That totally is him." Yeah, probably. All right, we got some Magic Kingdom news this week, brought to you by our friends over at Kingdom Strollers for all of your crib and stroll rental needs in the Orlando area. Not great news this week from Magic Kingdom. That is, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party has been canceled for 2020. 
Yep. Well, I mean, we thought that was coming. We all knew it. We, we knew it was coming. We talked about it on the show a couple weeks ago where you made the point like, well, what is Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party? It's fireworks shows, parades, character meet and greets, and live shows, all things that like can't and, really happen right now. And handing out tons of candy. And, and handing out I, candy, yeah. You know, probably all stuff that you're not really doing right now. Uh, so while assessing another fall special event, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, we determined that many of its hallmarks, stage shows, parades, and fireworks are unable to take place in this new, unprecedented environment. With that in mind, we have made the difficult decision to cancel this year's Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Uh, this year's Magic Kingdom Party Nights were to begin on August 13th and continue through to November 1st. Refunds will be processed in the coming weeks for those who have already purchased tickets. No word yet on Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Do you think they still put the Halloween decorations up? Of course they put the Halloween decorations up. I hope so. I'd be really upset if they didn't. Well, that, that's not a thing just for partygoers. Uh, I, I guess, but... Oh, all right. Well, then I look forward to seeing the jack-o'-lanterns. And the last thing we got this week is some Epcot news. This is really interesting that I'm, like, shocked about. An abbreviated food and wine festival will be launching on July 15th when the park reopens. I mean, I get it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we cut Flower and Garden in half. Uh, I I didn't think they were going to do festivals during this. Well, they want you to eat outside. That's true. That's also very true. And uh, so, but how are you going to social dis- do social distance lines for these kiosks? Like those kiosks always have crazy long lines. I think that they're going to try and figure that out. That's why I wonder if it's going to have, you know, it seems like every year there's more and more, you know, kiosks. Maybe this is not that year. Well, there's only going to be 20. There you go. I don't know how many there usually are. But I so, bet you there's more than 20. They're calling it a Taste of Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Feature over 20 signature global marketplaces like Hawaii, Hops and Barley, and Islands of the Caribbean spaced out around the park. The Eat to the Beat concert series will not be performed this year, but local Epcot entertainment, such as Mariachi Cobre and the Jamiters, will spread out their performances throughout the day. A specific end date is not yet available, but Disney has said the festival will run through the fall. The 2019 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival took place from August 29th to November 19th and featured over 30 global marketplaces. So more than 10 have been eliminated. Right. Now, I'm trying to like... So they're starting food and wine just early now, and it's just less. They might as well. They have the time right now to set everything up. Totally. Why why wouldn't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so that's the news this week, and a lot of news that it was. Yep, we were over an hour at just news. Good thing we didn't go into Liberty Square. Could you imagine if right now we were like, and now a full look at Liberty Square? <laughs> An abbreviated look at Liberty Square. Yes, the, a taste of Liberty Square. Uh, anything else you want to talk about this week? Um, no, I mean, big thanks to Dave Weicker for getting my days. Yes. Um, I... I I think this reservation system is going to be a tough go these first couple days, but I'm sure they'll figure it out. And, you know, if you guys have any questions about the reservation system, uh, you know, Dave is in our Facebook discussion group. Tag him in a post um, and, you know, ask, and I'm sure he'll be happy to answer. So, you know, just let him know uh, what you need and he'll, he'll answer you. All right. Well... That's going to do it for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us and for being with us for 199 episodes. We loved ha- we've loved we loved having you guys with us throughout the ride. Please be sure to check in next week when we interview the face and the voice of Walt Disney World, Mr. Mark Daniel. Very, very excited for that. And, um, you know, folks, check out Pete over at Rogue Comics in Cranford, New Jersey at 105 North Union Avenue. Cranford, New Jersey, 07016, newly reopened, about to open in three minutes. Actually, we really timed this well, didn't we? Yeah, this worked out good. Wow. Okay, uh, so uh, if you can't make it to Rogue Comics in person, go to RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Also, if you're planning a trip to Walt Disney World or Disneyland or any Disney, res- any Disney resort throughout the known world or Universal in in Orlando, contact Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. And if you're going to be renting a crib or stroller on that Dave Weikert planned vacation, check out Kingdom Strollers. They will rent you the crib or stroller of your dreams and bring it right to your Disney resort. <clears throat> also, folks, for, uh, for me, please check out the Morty Monster YouTube channel. It's, up and, it's always up and running. Uh, we've got a whole series of Universal videos right now. 
Uh, we're going to be doing some more Let's Play stuff where Morty's going to be playing Kingdom Hearts 3. And he did a video recently where he played the original uh, original Nintendo Chippendale Rescue Rangers video game. Oh, fun. Yeah, and discover just how hard that game really is. Uh, you know, I tried to warn him because I played it as a kid, but... You know, he's an adventurous little monster who wanted to go. So that is YouTube.com slash Morty Monster or Instagram Morty Monster and Friends or Facebook.com slash Morty Monster. And of course, my books are always on sale on Amazon.com, the Rocinante series, a four-part fantasy magic adventure, or the uh, Winters of Elnora, Birth of the Dark Angel, with the sequel is currently under under production. So uh, please check those out over on Amazon.com. You can find all my books on Amazon by looking up Kevin J. Kessler. All right. Well, that does it for this week. Pete, any closing words? Uh, we got a pretty exciting uh, couple of shows coming up. Yes, so we do. I'm excited. All right, folks. Please keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.